Okay, it's so wonderful that we are working together on Daniel Kavzchus at this time because we're seeing so much achdus and hearing so so many stories of tremendous gura, the heroism that went on at that uh, uh, two weeks ago was just uh, not shayach. People endangering themselves time and time and time and time and time again to save their brothers and sisters. It's really you see the you see in the beautiful ruach that people are carrying of the achdus and the and the sense of of Netzach Yisrael, people realizing they're part of Klai Yisrael. We have to realize there's so many different levels to being Jewish, and we sometimes get lost, I think, especially in Israel, because we have such high expectations. I think in, in, in America and Chutzar, people recognize that a Jew today that feels pride in being Jewish is such a great thing. So even uh, a Chiloni Jew in Israel who's in the army and wants to fight for, for the Jewish people, fight for his people, uh, and his land is a tremendous, tremendous level compared to where people could be. It's not Shmir Shabbos, obviously, but it's still, and that's coming out, and uh, and, and and that's part of, that is part of the battle in Israel, left, right, and I don't want to go, I don't want to get into the battle now, we're at a point of, uh, hopefully in times of Achdus, and who knows how long they'll, they will last, but the fact that we see so much of the, of, I would say, the Pentaleid coming out in all different ways, the Achdus amongst everybody, people putting down their differences uh, to a very large extent, so that's really what Don and the Consequences is all about. As we explained, it's about seeing further and appreciating that Klai is built on more and the Jews are built on more and there's more inside of us and more inside of them. And we really are seeing that and, and all those different and, and a million of, of course, obviously the Chesed, uh, incredible Chesed. Uh, that's so many, they have even jokes. They had a picture of very, very, very fat uh, Chayal, not a Jewish Chayal, but, but it said this would happen. You know, they've been stuffed by so many people sending so much food. Can't even can't even move anymore. You know, there are all these jokes. Hamas is sending the the disgusting wafers in because uh, you know that. But okay, but um, but there's a tremendous adachus, and we have to keep seeing malus chaverenu below chesronam to keep seeing. Keep hopefully this time when we're all seeing the the yofi, the beauty of the Jewish people, that we continue to see it. Um, People, I just want to say one more word of introduction. People are asking how to keep the achdus going. That's a word you see. There's such achdus. How do you keep it going? So I know for VOD members, by just this, now that's what I'm saying, we're going to because it is going to be hard to keep the achdus going. And once, uh, it's just, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to be negative, but anybody understands practically, Chacham Ross and Olad, the nature of the thing is that now, doesn't mean it's not real. We're going through, we're going through something real. I would say now is the real time, and that's the less real time. But at the end of the day, we all fade to less real times. And, and, and for us, especially here in this VOD, to seeing the beauty and deciding to keep seeing the beauty of Kleisol, deciding to see, keep Daniel Kavskos, deciding while we do have, like Rupsi Meyer would say, a Homus Eish, while we're stark in our own opinions and we know what we believe, we know we don't believe in as we have to. It doesn't mean falling. Pitoy, Daniel Kavskos doesn't mean recognizing that everybody's the same and every, every opinion counts and, 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 and foolish things are foolish things. That's not going to, that's not going to be anything, but the, together that making the decision to keep, keep seeing that. And, and unless you have a really good idea, you know, or, or you have the call to make an organization or something in a certain way, the only thing you can do. So they asked, we were talking about on Shabbos, what can I do to keep doctors going? So I said, that the only question thing you can do really is inside of yourself. You can make a decision for yourself to keep doctors going. You can't decide for other people. You have a great idea for an organization. Okay, I'm, uh, I don't stop organizations. Uh, Ashatar brought many, many great ideas into the world. I saw that. There are great ideas to be had. Someone has it, go for it. But unless you, barring that other that great idea that's going to keep it, which is going to be a tremendous amount of work putting it out, 
a very significant thing we can all do is make those decisions to keep seeing the malas chaveritz, keep seeing the beauty of the Jewish people, keep seeing the beauty in the left and and the right and all different people understand each other better to appreciate that that people are trying, etc. While being strong in our opinions and knowing sometimes, yeah, we, we can't just okay. So last week we were working on realizing. Can I back to the vod proper? Last week we're working on realizing, internalizing, and thereby donning the kavshus through knowing that we have no idea what's up with another person. We just have no idea, and that was such an important thing to know. Besides all the other ideas we laid down in the first five, six vodim, I think this is the vod number seven. I have no idea. I might be psychologically sharp. I might be good at understanding people. I might not be, all the more so. But even if I am, I have no idea what's going on with another person. No idea. I forgot if I mentioned, I'm going to say it again. If not, it'll be a good repeat. The Gavoyim of the Tasha Rebbe used to get upset at how long he would spend with each person. Did I say this? So is Givaldi. So he said something which was so meaningful. He said, you know, it takes, I have to know what they need. And sometimes they don't even know what they need. And it takes me a long time to figure out what they need. Especially when they don't themselves know what they need. So you want me to rush it? How am I supposed to rush that process? How do I do that in three minutes? How do I do that in 10 minutes? So he said, I just, he couldn't. So it drove his Gaboyim crazy. You know, he lived above time and space. Literally, this person could go 24 hours without eating or sleeping often. But, and then when he slept, what kind of sleep did he have? You know, he spent this all the time. You know, by me in beds, it's not really such a thing. You know? <laughs> no, beds are not eating. So. It was uh, something incredible, but um, but that's I was very very moved by that. The Tusha Rebbe Tush Tush is north of north of Montreal is a Kiria Tush. There's a very very special Rebbe. I, I don't know the Rebbe now, not not Lafouke, but his the father of the Karn Rebbe was uh, one of the biggest tzaddikim in the generation. I don't know the Karn Rebbe. Nothing against him one way or the other. Nothing against him. I'm just not talking about him. Don't know. But the old Tusha Rebbe was very very, very famous. And was considered one of the biggest rebels in the generation. He was just, but that's what he said. It was very moved. By the way, the other, that's just, uh, Tzadik when you enter Tzadik and they say something else about him, he said in that same context, is also, he says, every person that comes to me, I try to learn something from. And so that also takes me time. But I think the main thing he said to the Gaboyim is that just, I, you know, it takes time. Which, by the way, uh, that's right, there's an article by about him, outstanding book. That's why, that's why I read that. Um, uh, so that's it. By the way, I think as a, just another side, you wonder one time, why does it take Rebbe so long to do things? I think that's why it takes them in general so long to do things. You know, the Lithuanian approach, which I live with, is that everything in its right time, you down for this much time, you die, you say bracha for that much time, and they're like, how do I know how long Birchus Hashachar is going to take? I mean, how can how could I know? How could you know how long Birchus Hashachar takes? Dove Cook in Tveri, spend time, time, literally, Dove Cook in Tveri takes sometimes 45 minutes to say Birchus right? I mean, Birchus Torah just not means, oh, just, yeah, I, I know what it's going to take. How can I know that? I know it's going to take, so every mitzvah by them, again, there's there's a Lithuanian approach also. That's not the only thing. I'm just explaining that. Elu Vela did really mamish here. But where it comes from is that, like, how do you know, how long Shachar? Oh, Shachar is 50 minutes. Shachar is 50 minutes? 5-0? Oh. 
Maybe it should be 35, maybe maybe it's three hours. How, how long does it take you? You know, I'm, I'm speaking to the Rebona Shalom. I know how long he's going to take. How long, How do you know? You know, you have an issue with your wife. How long is it going to take? Uh, it's going to take how long it takes. It's going to take how long it takes. Uh, how, can, how can I possibly know how long it's going to take me to help this person? I have to help this yid, Adaso. I have to do this mitzvah. I have to do this nanuam, Adaso. You know, with all the kavanas. But I think that, you know, so besides the Kabbalistic thing, which is a lot of Kabbalah going on in there, but the other thing I've thought about many times, I think that's why I just like, how do you know you the Amshan of Rabbi? How long is this Ashiyatsu going to take him? And Ashiyatsu is a mountain, he's got he's got to climb a mountain now. Oh, Ashiyatsu, that's all. And then the Shema Shema. So I think that's why it takes him so long. And now, now what's a lit bishop shot? Okay, another time we'll discuss what's a lit bishop shot. But uh, how long is this sugi take? By the way, Rabbi Yashiv was like that in learning. Rabbi Yashiv had two things, as I write in the saver, two things that were mancha's learning. This is from a Vice Fish, a close Talmud of his. He writes in a book, I didn't make it up. He never learned with the pace. How long is it going to take me to learn the sugya? Oh, this stuff, an hour, five hours. So we're like that when it comes to learning, right? You, you can't say how long does the sugya take. You can learn with more of a pace, but but ultimately, Rabbi Yash was really right. I have to learn every sugya with total clarity out of self. Now, how long is that going to take? I know what questions are going to come up. Oh, you know, well, that question, you can only spend five minutes on toasters. I don't know how long it's going to take. So we're like that with the, a lot of us are like that in learning. You know, the fact that we go, yeshivas go too slow or don't go too slow, that's a different topic. But the basic idea, now, why do we need a pace? I'll just, that I will finish because we would dray around without it, right? But Rabbi Yashiv ultimately was right. How, how do I know? I, I can't I can't finish a Masechta by a certain time. I don't know how long this is going to take me. How, how can I possibly know? It's impossible to know how long a topic will take me. Very cool. Anyway, so that's just a little bit of that. So we'll both back to this. So, so we have a lot of we have a lot to discuss today on our time. I want to take a step back to something really important, which I realize we haven't discussed in, in a while. So, so that was the thing. We have to understand that we have no idea what's going on with a person. And I just brought that mice with the book Tasha Rabbi to show it. How long? How do I know how long it's going to take me when someone comes to me? I can't put a number on it. I, he, he, it takes a long time to work. Uh, he has to open up to me. He has to feel comfortable. I have to talk to him. So that's the same way. So that was the sensitivity of the Tzadik Yisod Olam, who, by the way, was about Ruch HaKadosh also, so he probably knew a lot of things before the person in any way with Ruch HaKadosh. And he said he knew a lot of things. He himself said, I know. He said, if they if he, they said, if they don't believe that I know what they need when they hold the handle of the door, it's not going to work. And otherwise, so he had Ruch HaKadosh also. So, but it's still, it took him a long time. So now, our Kabbalah was, friends, to look deeply at five people daily and, and 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 look at them, look at them with that idea. I have really no idea what is going on with him or her. And try to imagine difficult things that might be going on. We also said to find one or two problematic behaviors a day and then give them some context. This is very strange to me, but you know what? I have no idea what's going on with him. And maybe if I knew what was going on with him, it wouldn't be so strange. Beautiful. I want to take a step back to how we do things in this VOD, which I think is very important. And with this, I will share something that I realized over the week through this Avoda, which was very impactful for me. How do things work over here? Now, a, a lot of these things I didn't hear before from Rav Leichter or from the other side, but I kind of figured it out, which is like deduction. I would say you have to be, a, you have to dedu deduce. Some people very much make everything clear and tell you how they're doing things. And others you have to deduce, right? Well, so much of learning Rishonim is deductive work. What is Tosis holding? What is Rashi holding? What is the Rashi holding? What is it? Oh, that's what Ruki Baker is holding, this Chakira, right? It's, we're, we're deducing all the time. So there is a Shita out there. I would call like this growth through repetition of good behaviors. 
growth through repetition of good behaviors. I do something good and I do it a lot and it makes a difference. It's kind of like habits. Anybody in the, anybody knows the omic of habits, the Torah of habits, atomic habits. A lot of that is built on that. You are your repetitive behavior. You identify with your repetitive behavior, repeat things a good way, even thought things. And I find that a lot in Victor Miller. That's all. Reb Noach Weinberg, I found that a lot in him, a lot of Reb Noach's advice and things like that in Avodah Hashem, which Noach had many Torahs in Avodah Hashem, and Reb Victor Miller, those are two, they have sources in the Ramam like that. The idea of you repeat good things and good things come out from that. Obviously, there was more to Reb Noach and there's more to Reb Victor Miller as personal people, but a lot of what they shared with other people about him proved was, was very repetitive. Yeah. The way I learned by Reb Leichter a lot was radically different. Like, I would call it 180 degrees on the other side. That wasn't, the same repeating behaviors wasn't emphasized at all. What was more was self-reflection. But I want to explain better the depth of life to self-reflection. Not self-reflection in a vacuum. Let me meditate and think about my midas and think about how I am. I'll quiet the room down and I'll reflect on myself. Rather, self-reflection through noticing things and your thoughts and reactions to things. And many of the cabals we did were really like testing grounds to see what the different idea would bring out in you. So I, so it took me a while to work this out, and I've worked out with different levels of clarity over the years, but it's a totally different world, right? The world of do this and it will get you somewhere is there. And her life was like, different world do this see what it brings out in you see what how you're developing with this learn about yourself discover with yourself now i want to add i don't know if i ever said this publicly so what does that give you now you have a knowledge that you can build with i have learned something about myself now i build on that knowledge the muscle is a great muscle uh, well, to give a negative muscle and a positive muscle. Someone learns he has an allergy, right? Someone, someone finds himself puffy or or with a rash or things like that. And a lot of reasons you have a rash. You could have a tick. You could have, you could have a bed bug and things like that. You find, you know what? I have an allergy. That's what it is. Oh, so now that's a tremendous knowledge. That knowledge of myself, I'm allergic to something. Many, many behaviors will be changed through the fact that I realize I have an allergy. Learning you have a talent, right? No one ever told me I knew how to sing. There's not an actual mushroom because I don't know how to sing, but I do write songs, right? A few. So someone, so someone says, here's someone saying, says, you have an unbelievable voice, right? No, I don't. I don't ever tell me that. I'm telling you, you know, I, I know people with good voices and you have an outstanding voice. Really? Really? I'm telling you the truth. You really have a good voice. You really do. I really have a good voice. So that changes. So I always avoid, again, I'm not talking about myself. I don't have a good voice. That's not humility. That's the truth, right? So, I said, I really, you really, tell me the truth. Really, I have a voice good. You know, I'm telling you, I have a good voice. You, you, you have tone and you're natural and this like that. And if you learn a little bit, you'd be even better. Well, so I said, really? I said, no. So I should really down for the Ahmed. I should learn how to down Friday night. I should, I should lead a Kumsitz. I should, I should, I should raise my voice when everybody's singing together. If I, you're, if I really have a good voice. So, so knowing things about yourself changes. That's what it means. Those are very dramatic. Those are very dramatic, right? Knowing I have an allergy will really make me desist in certain behaviors and 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 avoid certain things and actively avoid things and knowing I have a good voice will also change how I look at things. So this 
learning about yourself through action gives a lot of things that repetition doesn't give. Repetitive behavior is good. It, it, it trains you. It's like a training. That's explaining the River Wigner Miller side. You get trained, but you don't really learn about yourself. You don't have you don't have word, you don't have more to build than what you received from whatever rabbi or book was directing you to act a certain way. It's important that everybody stops and sees that before I go on. So now, yeah. So in that world of growth and the and like Therian world, you're looking for words like I found, I discovered, I now know. And this opens up new vistas or ways to approach a topic that I didn't know before. Okay. I don't know if I ever heard it from the Mashkiach that exactly laid out, but that was what, again, I'm deducing and seeing from what he did and what he didn't do. And I, and I mentioned parts of this before. I'm sure Byron has heard from me before, but I think that clearly, I never saw it. I never said it clearly with the allergy, but, and, the, and then you, and now you have that idea. Now you build with it. Okay. Discovery, new building development based on discovery. By the way, because of the, I think a lot of the influence of Victor Miller, I think I have incorporated more of, of Victor Miller things. So I think I've learned that there is something to that also. And anybody wants to see more about that, I think when you read Atomic Habits, Atomic Habits does have some philosophy at the beginning, you know, about self-perception. You have to have a certain perception about yourself. Otherwise, the habits don't make a difference. But a lot of it is like the power of repetitive behavior. And he makes a very, very good um, argument for the other approach. Okay. But forever, I do see, and I imagine I will always see a tremendous mile in, in Rav Leifter's approach, especially someone who's more independent. It's a little bit more of an independent way because you're assuming that you are an individual and you take things your own way and you see things your own way, you discover things your own way. And by the way, it's something that's lost in our VOD uh, like this, where it's, you know, I found at least over VOD and not enough people are are participating live anyway, that there's not so much of a give and take. When we would work with Rav Leichter, my Chabura, that would work with him, different So there was a give and take. He would hear from us what we were going through and what we were, how we were experiencing the vote. And he would be like, so we do that, you know, less for obvious reasons. That's why I do like when people write in, we get a little bit of a whiff of that, but I'm saying that is something that's, that's lacking. Okay. So it's more like what I'm seeing and where I'm going, et cetera, as opposed to, as opposed to us working together. Okay. Now with that, I want to share a discovery I made over this time, I really appreciate this avoda. I usually did this around chakras time. So maybe when I had a little more time, you know, if I start staring at a guy in yeshiva, I'll make him feel bad or stare at a rabbi. Like, oh no, oh no. So chakras though, I could kind of like be undercover incognito. And I found that just by looking at people, I appreciated them more. These guys, I don't know. I live, I live in Ramada Shkol area with lots of young Avrechim. And they're probably, I'm probably, 20 to 25 years i'm old enough to be most of them's father but I, you know i don't know a lot of them I'm a pretty busy guy i don't put uh, to be honest I don't put effort into knowing them it's there's a lot of people coming in and out and you know my life is full with the yeshiva and and my own learning things like that and and things like this so it's not like a zach so to speak thing by me to get to know new people and i'm not very social in that way uh, just telling you so i don't know a lot of the guys but then i started like just i just started like looking at them and I found that's that's what I'm saying. What I'm finding, I found just by looking at them, I naturally appreciated them more. It's it was a, it's an interesting thing. I found it before, but it was like a new. It was a new. It was a very refreshing thing to touch this idea of seeing, right? When we see someone, we see them, and we don't see them, we don't see them. I'm going to repeat that. When we see someone, 
we see them. And when we don't see someone, we don't see them. I'll add a little bit to it now. When we see someone really with our eyes, I don't mean the deep philosophical things. When we look at them, we start to see them. You you get it. And when we don't see them, we don't see them. Yeah? Is that is that striking a chord? I, I, everybody take a second. If you're listening to a tape of this, take a second and, and see if you can hop this idea. And, you know, we imagine that, of course, we're seeing people all the time. Like, I'm in touch with people all the time, and I'm talking with coworkers and, and students and things like that. I'm telling you, you can be a rabbi, you can be a rabbi, you can be a doctor, you can be a lawyer, you can be a business guy. You could be a student, you could be an employer, you could be an employee, you could be blue collar, white collar. You don't necessarily see, you, you, you can be married, you can have children, you can have, you don't say see your kids, you don't really see them. You could be at a Shabbos table and everybody's interacting. It's not bad, it's very good. You're singing, you're dancing, you're this, you're that, you're singing Bar Torah, you're having a conversation, what's good with the matzah, why did they Was biting good? Okay, good, you're talking about everything, but you don't really see someone. It's interesting. You cannot see your wife. You don't really, you don't, there's a person there. There's 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 a person behind the words they're saying, and the ideas that they're giving, and the looks they there's a whole person who's full of a whole world of of different feelings and thoughts and 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 emotions and reactions and tendencies and and pluses and minuses, and here's the theory I'm saying that when you look and you perceive, I think you naturally feel a shaykhut, and you feel closer to them by looking to them. Not again, not it's focused. Here's the point it's a focused look without not because you're driving towards. I want to feel obviously strong because I know that we're all part of one neshama. I know that I know that radicalism wants to kill all of us. I know that no, no, it's no radical, it's nothing. Just look at them, take a minute, look at another yid, look at him. True, this by going will probably work also, but let's just focus on Jews right at this time. And and this is a game-changer for Don and Likauskos. Bring it back to there. It's obviously wider than Don and Likauskos, but it's a game-changer for Don and Likauskos. We start out judgmental, right? I like this one. I don't like this one. I like his voice. I don't like his voice. And then, watch this. We have to steer the ship, right? Imagine a big ship. Not a little fast Navy runner shooting down militants on the Zekin Beach. Our boys who did a valiant job. On that day, you should know they were coming in that way also. Okay, we don't want to get into it, right? But they got these little scooters, these schooners in there, right? I'm talking about a big ship, uh, a a a ship, a cruise ship, no massive cruise ship. You steer that around, it takes a long time. So here's the point. Our initial intake of someone is often negative judgmental. It's intellectual. It's cognitive. And then when we're in the cognitive world, so often that world is a world where we're negative about people or positive, but a lot of times it's negative. You know, I know my na- my natural cognition of someone. It's not. I don't want to call it negative. It's it's, it's judgmental. I'm figuring out. Did I like? Did I like this tone of voice? I'm very sensitive to, to tones of voice. Oh, he diving too nasal. He diving too like oh, when people ah, when people go up in their voices like it, it, it startles me. I don't know. I'm getting older. It's a problem. More grandchildren, less sensitivity to noise. If anybody has an aces for me. Besides, I, I can't put in ear ear uh, ear things. It's not nice, but you know, we hear someone go. So that's what I see a lot. So I, I'm experiencing that in the person. So now I have to don the kavshus, right? Or I'm experiencing the fact that he's diving too long, or diving too short, or diving this, diving that, right? Because I'm I'm judging myself a lot and I'm judging what's 
and I give giving whatever. So I, I'm always thinking, what's the right way to do things? That's okay. That's my world, right? The world is this the Pshatlik Gemara? Is that the Pshatlik Gemara? But now, so in, here's the point: people all people also are, are a sugya to me. No, it's not a it's not a sugya. It's a human being. And you realize he's a human being when you turn off your mind and you turn on your eyes. That is the theory that Schoolmaker is saying. You realize you you don't realize. You can realize with your brain, you feel the human when you see them. That's what, what what's Rahmanas? You see someone crying. What why does it move you when you're what why does it move you when you're crying? Think think about crying for a second, friends, right? I see someone crying. Oh. I intellectually understand now that they're quite upset if they're crying. And since I intellectually understand that they're crying, therefore my correct response, Alpid HaTorah, is to respond to their bad feelings and I must be nice. Can I give you a cookie, sweetie? Right? No, no, no. It moves you because you hear them crying. Right? That Everybody, everybody sees that. Right? That's not an intellectual, that's not an intellectual movement. If you're, right, if you're, if you're, problematic then you don't even see the fact they're crying most people are moved by another person crying right most people are moved or most human beings are moved by the fact that another human being is crying so here's what i'm saying so just like that we will be moved by a person when we look at them when we give them that space not intellectual it's an experience experience another human being and here's the good news right assuming you're a healthy person Right, and you're not a uh, what's a, what's someone a mis misanthrop, right? If you're not a misanthrop, I think that when you look at other people, you'll naturally like them. And when you actually like them, it's so much easier to Dominikavskos because he's already what we try to do with our head. See, guys, watch this. Here's the beauty: we with our heads tell ourselves, obviously, stroll. We want to shama, want people, want this, want that. Okay, good. But I'm experiencing. My cognition, which doesn't fit with that, but my eyes will fix with that. Okay, that's my theory. I've mentioned this idea. I mentioned this idea really in Avad a long time ago about Chesed, but I saw it again. I saw it again this week, and it was really it was it was an excellent experience. That's what I'm going back to. That's now just to put the whole Vod together. That's why I mentioned the same about Rabbi. It's This is what you get out of this type of work. And it's not me. It's Mamish from from Rabosai, you know, life to Revolve and, and back. It's the idea of like finding things, you know. You don't know where you're headed. Just just like Tasha Rebbe doesn't know. You don't know in Avad where you're headed because of that, because you're experiencing, you're discovering things. It's not a curriculum. There's no curriculum for Avodah Hashem exactly. There's no cookbook for Avodah Hashem because you don't know where things are going to take you because it's self-discovery. You know, you know but in therapy, personally, okay, therapy, how long is it going to take? It's going to take six and a half sessions. You have to pay me for the second half of the sixth, seventh session. No, sorry. Why? Why should I pay for that? Because that's how it works. I have fifty minute sessions. So then, but it, I'm going to finish after. I can see in you. It's going to take six hours and twenty five minutes. Oh no, six six. It's going to take three hours and twenty five minutes, which is six sessions. But every second, there's a little vacation. It's a little vacation because you're in therapy. You don't know what you're going to discover. You don't know it's marriage therapy. I'm giving. I'll give three sessions to marriage therapy, dude. If you need marriage therapy, it's not three sessions. You got because you don't know what you're going to find. So that's. I, I was happy just mechazik this. I think sometimes I've, I I leave this, so it's it's good. To, that's why I wanted to make a big deal about it to come back to it. But the eladvarm, the guys, discover things. And what I discovered was a great thing. Which what I really what I rediscovered was a great thing. When we look at people, we appreciate them, and a lot of barriers are broken. 
And the same thing, you know, another people say whether they just talk to other people, right? If the right and left would just speak to each other, if Tatim and Chilun would just speak to each other, right? And a lot of that is true because the same thing. It's like I'm demonizing someone in my head. So what do you think happens? Suddenly, suddenly this guy is going to tell me such amazing arguments. No, it's not really that. Part of that is that. I think that's what people think because now I'll speak to someone on the left, I'll hear his arguments. It's not that. It's that you'll see as a human being. You'll see he's a human being. Right now you demonize him. The right demonizes the left, left demonizes the right. And it's easy because you don't see anybody. Then you say like, hey, wait, 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 wait. He's a human being. One second. He, he serves in the army. He will protect me. He'll put himself in my line for me. I see him. You know, he's, he, he's, he, he's nice. He's, he, doesn't, he doesn't have horns. No. So that's why people don't like to speak to the other side. Okay, so guys, start seeing other people. So, so guys, here, here's the voter. For, here's the voter for next week. We've got to do this again. I didn't want to talk about Donald Kavaskus. What I want everybody to do, and what I want to try to do is we have to experience this a little bit more. If I'm right about this theory, I know it was right for me, but I hope it's right for other people also. I'm sure it will be right for other people. Some people might not find, some people might not find it. That's fine because it's discovery. So what I discover is not necessarily what you discover, but don't even try to down the cops first. I want you to try five times a day to look at other people and really see them. Just really see them. Take them in. Look at them. Analyze them. Look at them. Think about them. Just look and and look at look at them. Okay, I think it's a cool avoda. Uh, it's a cool avoda, and I think everybody had slacha. And I got to run. And thank you for listening. And everybody should stay safe. And we should see Yeshua's Yisrael. We should see Mishav came by next week. And we should see none of the chatufim should be inside. Uh, everybody should get out. And Hashem should destroy our enemies uh, with a outstretched net. All the best. Thank you. Yeah.